0: Heather from the Word Alive Media Team. Instead of our Sermon of the Week, we have our Project 58 team sharing their stories from their recent trip to Uganda. I hope you enjoy this powerful message of freedom. Project 58 recently led a mission trip to Uganda where they supplied school items to local orphans, built a rain harvest tank for a local community, and taught pastors about a life of freedom. The Lord called each person that came on this mission for a specific purpose. Some were called to preach, and some were called to lead worship. Others came to dance and work, but every single person that was called for this mission had a life-changing experience. Project 58 partnered with Connect Africa for this mission trip. Connect Africa's vision is about educating and empowering the locals, making it possible for them to be self-sufficient. This idea of freedom aligns with what we're doing here at Word Alive and at Project 58. While on the ground in Uganda, our team built a rain harvest tank which supplied the community with clean water.
1: Hey guys, we're at the water hole where David Kabita has to come and get his water. Let me show you this. See that little water hole right there? Brian said yesterday he came down here and the cows were in it. So i want to give you an idea, walk up the hill here, where they come from. So we're starting from the bottom. The jerry cans they carry the water in are 50 pounds each. So if you can imagine carrying two jerry cans up this hill four to five times a day.
2: So just back to the house. So
1: if you can imagine, carrying 12 50-pound jerry cans up that hill every day.
3: Uh, uh, We have had a a bit of struggle in this community with water. My my story here is is profound because I used to, I I go down at the well daily and carry eight jerry cans for use here at the house and then uh, four that go into the water trough for the animals, those are 12 jerry cans. So for the community here it will be amazing because they will be able to get clean water here get into their filters and uh, the waterborne diseases definitely will go and already with the filters none of them have been sick so the water tank is an amazing gift it will help the community all these people here will be coming they can carry a jericho home and be able to cook and drink clean water. Thank you, my brothers. Thank you, brethren. It's wonderful.
0: This tank will be a blessing in more ways than one. It'll bring freedom to Kibito's community in both a literal and spiritual way. Literally freeing time and spiritually bringing the community together.
4: So, hey, you're not cursed you
3: Okay? Verse 4. You're chosen. And
0: Our team also led several pastors' conferences, which included teachings from the Freedom Track course. There, the team taught leaders and pastors about what it truly means to live a life of freedom. Based off of the idea of Galatians 5:1, it's for freedom that Christ has set us free. Our team empowered, equipped, and sent these pastors out into their communities to educate their church members.
3: We had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Something interesting that uh, Matt told us about was that the Holy Spirit, you can talk to the Holy Spirit every day. And this morning, I actually woke up and said, good morning, Holy Spirit me the dis- direction this morning. It's wonderful. So we need to know that the Holy Spirit is with us. With us. And we need to be strong every day and renewed in the Holy Spirit. Wow, I love it. And uh, even the prayer in tongues it was amazing. I began praying in tongues and I did it so well. I told Rusty, I told my family last night, we can do it, and I did it. Wow, it's amazing, my brothers. Thank you, thank you. I want to thank you guys for sending this team here to come and share the word of God in powerful, amazing ways. We were so blessed by the the pastors that shared the word of God. They, They talked about freedom, and I'm telling you, we were really, really blessed. We can't wait for these guys to come back here. Uh, I didn't know that you guys had the same mission, just like our church here in Fort Porto, that you, uh, uh, you, you identify, you train, you equip, and send uh, the, young, the, 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 the men to go and actually minister to the people all over the world. Therefore, I want to say thank you so much, and that we are so happy that we have the same mission on, the, on this earth. God is amazing.
1: That's just a fancy way of saying I'm the missions pastor, so it covers our food, water, and social justice programs. And this is our Uganda team, and I'm going to let each one of them share. And I don't want to take up all of their time by doing a promo, but since I am the director of Project 58, (laughs) if you would like to continue to support Project 58, we have a volunteer table out in the connection with one of our volunteer leaders, Wes Pollard, out there. You can sign up to continue to support us on this little card. You can find there. out what Pray, Fast, Give means and sign up to support us weekly with just $5 a week. That's a Starbucks, Andy, $5 a week to support Project 58 and uh, continue to help us do not only locally but internationally the things that we get a chance to do. And it's, it's because of you guys that we Why get to do that. I said it in the first service. service. Whether you were boots on the ground with this team, or whether you prayed for us, or whether you gave financially, you all reap the same reward we do, even though you didn't actually go to Uganda. Because like Kent said, a sending church is a receiving church. So you receive the same reward we do, whether you just pray, whether you give, whether you fast, whether you go, but you guys receive the same reward. It's, uh, it was a consensus on the way back from this trip. What we took away mostly was the power of our message of freedom at Word Alive. And that's what each one of us is going to share. You would think we're sharing about Uganda, but we're not. We're sharing each of our experiences with freedom. You know, Kent said it, Galatians 5.1, that's the vision of our church, connecting you to a life of freedom. We're set free to live free. That's what we're supposed to do. But we don't realize that. Think about us in the United States, with all the freedom we have, we really don't live free. So when you see internationally people who don't have the same freedom, it's even worse. Because there's an enemy, right? He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to steal your identity. He wants to kill your purpose. He wants to destroy your destiny. But the rest of that verse in John 10.10 10 says, Jesus came that we'd have life and life abundantly. And that's what our message of freedom is. Whether you go through Freedom Track here locally, whether you're taking it out in your job, as Candice will say, in your car, whoever you're talking to, you have a message of freedom to share. Uh, if you see, especially on this trip we saw it, People that have never understood the message of freedom that's been in bondage all of their life, when they find their identity, when they realign with kingdom culture, when they experience deliverance from things they didn't even know that they were in bondage to, when they encounter the Holy Spirit like David could be to good morning Holy Spirit, when they discover their gifts, when they open their eyes to purpose, then they can go and make Jesus famous by sharing their story of freedom. And we all have a story of freedom. I have a personal story of freedom. I'm not just telling you, Scott says he's not just a talking head. I've experienced freedom. Let me just be real with you for a second. Bev leaned over to me in the service and said, Matt, after all these years, it seems you finally found your place. It's not always been that way. This was my dream. To stand up here and do what I'm doing was my dream. And the enemy wanted to steal, kill, and destroy that. My father committed suicide. My mother died of cancer. My sister died of a drug overdose. My brother killed his wife and then committed suicide just a few years ago. So I have a message of freedom. So if I can stand up here and walk in the plans and purposes that God has for me, I know that he can do it for you. And it's no coincidence, it's it's in the month that we're in, everything comes back full circle because it was seven years ago that I met Kent and Bev on a mission field, seven years ago, and seven in the Bible, you know, represents completion. So full circle, we're back here, and the Lord gave me this verse after I got through crying over Bev earlier, in Deuteronomy 31, and I just want to release that over you guys today because you're going to experience freedom today before you leave, I can promise you. It's in Deuteronomy 30, verse 1, in the message. It said, God, your God, will restore everything you've lost. He'll have compassion on you. He'll come back and pick up the pieces from all the places that you were scattered. No matter how far away you end up, God, your God, will get you out, bring you back, and it will be yours again. He will give you a good life. And I'm a testimony to that. He has given me a good life. We're each going to share a highlight, and I'm changing my highlight from the first service because he won't share it. And Brian Shelton was my highlight of the trip because we're talking about a message of freedom and what happens when you experience freedom and then you take that message of freedom and you give it to someone else. I'm not going to share his testimony because it would embarrass him, but I will post Christy Shelton's testimony, and you can get the rest of it on our Facebook so you understand what I'm talking about. But Brian had never shared his story with anybody, went on this trip not even knowing what was going to happen, and ended up sharing his testimony with every person on the trip. At one point, he shared his story on the porch, and the Connect Africa leader was on the porch. And he said, I don't know what your testimony is. I don't understand what you're talking about. Why is everybody so blown away that you're sharing and so Brian shares his story with him and Trevor because of that freedom felt freedom to share his story and he had uh, he was driving in Uganda the traffic's really bad he ended up hitting a person on a motorcycle and the man died and I saw a man who didn't know why he was on the trip get up and walk across the porch and say I'm going to be the person for you to hold your arms up like Emily was talking about and he literally took Trevor's arms and held them up and started praying the father's love over him for the forgiveness for him to experience freedom from the past that that was just an accident. But it was a powerful experience. Yeah. And I don't want you to think you've got to go to Uganda to get that. We have local opportunities. If you're going to work, if you came in here today, you can do that. And so I want each of our team to share their experience.
5: Oh, let's let Brian go dead. <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs>
2: I'm sorry, but I went on a gun to trip to work. I'm not a preacher. I don't talk to people. Just show me what you need done. I can I can get it done. But y'all are, y'all have an awesome team here, and I am so proud to be part of this team. But. But just keep her backs. If you think I got a crazy idea, it's just, just keep her backs, because they got this. <laughs> the Lord would not lead them to do it if it was wrong. And I wouldn't have got to go on this trip if it hadn't been for y'all. I told them, when they told me I was going on this trip, uh, to, I t- she said, my daughter-in-law said, You told Pastor can't know? I said, Yeah, I can. <laughs> but <laughs> I went on the trip.
4: This team. I mean, when you just look at this team on paper, plus Shannon and Chad from Break Free, you think, what is God doing with this team? But each person was ministered to and ministered by each other on this trip. And so just being here this morning with all these guys again has made me so emotional because I love each of you guys. Like It was really awesome to see what God did there in us much less in the country but um, my assignment on this trip at the pastor's conferences where we taught freedom was that I was going to teach the F and the R finding your identity which has been my biggest struggle in life so I thought it was interesting that I even got more freedom teaching about identity while I was on this trip and then the R realigning with kingdom culture the first thing that I shared was about kingdom culture, that we're working in a bigger kingdom, that we're not even citizens of this world. And so these pastors, an interdenominational group of pastors, that message just really resonated with them so much so that one of the pastors stood up when I finished speaking and was sharing that that that, that unity is what all these that this group of pastors needed because they're so focused on their own churches that they forget that it's a kingdom that we're building and not our own specific church or community and so then he began to pray for them to all have unity. And so that was really powerful for me. But then I'm speaking on God's timing, which they had never heard of the calendar. But interestingly enough, we're in the place in Fort Portal where we were was called in some, in, I don't know, in Ugandan, but it, the translation was mountains of the moon. And we were there the night of the super moon. And so to me, it was just confirmation. Of, of just not just the anointing that we all carry from being here at Word Alive, but just that we were in the right place at the right time with the right people where God wanted us to be.
5: Hey, everybody. I'm Candice. Uh, like I said earlier, I'm a talker, all right? So look at your neighbor. You're going to be a talker, too. So I want you to look somebody dead in their eyes and say, You are a missionary. You are on the mission field. Where your feet goes, God goes. Take him. Share him. Unleash him. Freedom is inside of you. One thing that I took away from this trip is that God can do a whole lot with nothing. Because all my life I was told I was nothing. Nothing. But when I found God, he told me I was something. I've treated myself and I've took myself places that I never should have went. But God called me and told me, you need to go to Uganda. And I said, Lord, you haven't seen my checking account. (laughs) I'm just going to be honest with y'all. But God said, do you believe in me? And if I call you to something, don't you think I'm going to see you through it? So I'm here today to tell you that I made it to Uganda, not on my dime, but on God's dime, on your faith. Don't put God in a box because he doesn't live there. Don't put God in your checking account and what it tells you because he doesn't live there. God is the beginner and finisher of all things and he owns all things. And if he calls you somewhere to have the faith to stand up and go. But it's time for you to see that your mission field might not be in Uganda. It might be in your house. Your mission field probably is at your work. Your mission field might be at the bank when you're standing at the teller and somebody feels like they don't have nothing and you can give them something. You are freedom in the flesh because God lives in you. And if God's in you, it says, if God be in me, who shall be against me? One of the prophetic words that were spoken over me right when we got there, because he saw my boots, so I wore them today for y'all, okay? These are my boots on my trip. He said, I just hear God telling me that, that you're not afraid. That just like those snake boots, that you're not afraid of the snakes that come around you. You'll just bust through it. and that's the truth. I'm not afraid. But I need you not to be afraid too. Don't be afraid to share freedom, because what if no one ever shared it with you? That message is the same no matter where you're at or what language you speak. God can speak through you. I saw God move through every person on this stage. And I seen him move through those people over there because they were so hungry for God. When you see somebody that has nothing but they have everything because they believe in God. Do you believe that God can do what He told you He was going to do? Yes. So my message here, and the one thing I want to share is something that Matt shared at the conference. You might feel like you aren 't a missionary or you not you don't have anything i've seen every person up here serve God it's so beautiful if it was washing dishes, making bricks giving somebody a hug that was so nasty. (laughs) Seeing these kids with nothing feels so important because we loved them. But it wasn't us, it was God. And Matt said, he's called you to be a servant. God has called you to be a servant. Jesus got down and he washed their feet. He took himself to the lowest place he could be. You know why? because all he could do was see them up. He couldn't look down on them. When you stop looking down on people, you'll start lifting them where they need to be. So I don't know how you serve, but rock your serve. My serve is dancing. My serve is being me. You need to rock who you are. And don't let anybody tell you that you're not important because if God made you, then he made something important when he gave you breath. And I love you guys. You sowed into me and you made this possible. I can pray all day, but if I don't have anything that a seed sown into me, then I can't grow where God's calling me to grow. This church needs to grow even farther because there's a message here that people need. And that's going to take your seeds being sown because this place is good ground. They are great ground. You might not have known Candace 12 years ago, but there's some people in here that do. And if you knew me then, you would know how awesome the word they're speaking is to make me who I am now. Because I was a hot mess. (laughs) But through Christ and freedom, I'm just a hot servant for God. (laughs)
6: And I will share, I'm Sarah, I will testify. Boy, she brought out life in so many beautiful, really humble people and places where none of the rest of us could. And it's the same way with each of us. We all just were able to bring, speak life or truth into a, a unique place. And that's the same way with you. So pretty much my, my highlight is she preached my sermon, so way better than I would have. Um, but basically just I found Jesus in his servant humility on the trip. Um, And Pastor Ken always says that the Holy Spirit's the great helper. And so if there's stuff to do, help, and you'll find the Holy Spirit. And that's pretty much what I did. Um, Nothing super exciting for a while. But then, you know, it just culminates when you wash dishes with Africans because there's so many piles of plates and they don't use Dixie cups and paper plates in Uganda. (laughs) Um, And it's a humble place. And I found myself getting irritated at points, to be totally honest with you. Um, And I was like, you know, I do this at home. Why am I here in Uganda doing the exact same thing, but in a lot, you know, less comfortable situation? Right. Um, but it was just about, the Lord just kept whispering, just be a servant, just be a servant. You know, you will find me in service. So I did want to share one really amazing story. The last day after Jacob and I preached at one of the churches, um, the Lord downloaded a, some cool words to him of various people in this um, this church. And this church was very small, remote village, uh, and the Lord gave me a word over this sweet little... Maybe seven, six, seven-year-old boy, um, but I was afraid to say it. And I'm just going to share that because um, just be real, you know. if You hear something and you're just not sure. And so I didn't speak it out. Long story shorter, um, Jacob gets a word for a guy to be healed of his leg. Sure enough, there's a gentleman there with a hurt leg. Jacob kneels down to start to pray for the gentleman the gentleman throws himself to the ground, and I knew in my spirit that it was more flesh than spirit. And I knew that obviously the word was right, and I knew that his heart to receive the word was right, but there wasn't something right in the way he responded. It wasn't against him, it was just a spiritual thing. And I heard the Lord whisper to me, it's what I told you about that little boy. And the Lord had told me that he had a gift of healing, and so we went and found him. He had been out playing in the the fields, Um, We brought him back, and through a translator, we are able to tell him, we think that the Lord has given you this gift of healing. Jacob was able to speak a lot of really good, powerful truth into him. The boy, he's hearing this, sobbing, sobbing. I can't even express to you. I start sobbing. I actually am a crier, and I did not cry very much on this trip at all, which was not what I anticipated. But that, seeing a little seven-year-old speak truth, God's truth into him, man, that got me. So he kneeled down and prayed for this gentleman with some of the pastor's help. And it was just beautiful to see that the Lord takes our cultures. Because in Uganda, a child praying for a grandfather, that doesn't happen. Um, and in fact, the boy was like, no, I can't pray for him. And we had to just really encourage him, no, you have the same gift of the Holy Spirit. So he took the culture and flipped it on its head. And really, that's what Jesus does. He came as a baby. <laughs> He's humble, the ultimate humble servant. So when there's dishes to do, do (laughs) them.
7: I'm Jacob Oreg, and just to uh, dovetail off of that, I think with kids, oftentimes we think that they get a junior Holy Spirit, and the reality is they get the same Holy Spirit as us. And they have a faith like a child because they are a child, and so I think they can walk in the Holy Spirit in a lot more powerful way than we can because we have a lot of our own mental things that are blocking us from stepping out in, in faith. Um, this trip for me was the Lord just putting a capstone of him coming full circle in our lives. I have been from a young age called to the mission field. My, my folks were missionaries. I was born and raised in Kenya. Um, my grandparents were missionaries, um, aunts and uncles on both sides missionaries. So I knew from a young age that this is my calling, and I wanted to do it. But the Lord had never released us in it. So it's really hard to know your identity and not be able to walk in it. Um, when I was in college, I thought this is a waste of time and money. I need to just drop this and go to the mission field, and the Lord didn't let me. Um, we we got married. We both have a heart for missions, and uh, again, the Lord didn't allow us to go. Right after uh, we graduated, I thought, okay, this is the time now. We have a degree. We can go out and do it. And there was an opening in Samaritan's Purse to, to do some work in Africa. And I called them up. It was a really great conversation. Did the application. I thought everything was set. It was a, it was a trip, and it was a, a position that was based on appropriate technology and water resources, which is my heart's desire. The Lord has put that on my heart, water and uh, appropriate technology. So I thought, this is great. You know, finally, I'm going to do what the Lord has designed me to do. And... Uh, nothing came of it. I, I called them up, and they said, no, this position's been filled, and I was like, man, because that really hurts when it, it's like you, the position made for you in your mind, and you're not qualified to do it, and it, it really hurt. Um, fast forward a few years. We we're here in this church, and Doc Henley with Wind to Water is here. I bought his book, and I'm reading through his book, and if you don't know, he started off actually in Samaritan's Purse, and I started doing the math, and I was like, wait a second. He got my job. (laughs) So I'm reading the rest of his story, and I'll be honest, I was a little irritated, because I was like, these are my stories that he's writing, you know? This is what I was supposed to be doing. Um, But actually, through this trip, there's two prophetic words. Holly gave it, and uh, Trevor gave it too, And I think this is for some people here as well, that the prophetic word is, we are a bottle down in a cellar and of champagne if you, if you guys know about it or not but how it works is people will come down and they'll come down and turn the bottle periodically over many many years they'll just turn it a little bit and the prophetic word was the lord has not passed over you wow. he's reserved you and so we had always been feeling the lord just a little touch and turning us and then moving on, and then he'd pick up the bottle next to us, brush it off, and bring it up to the party. And we're wow. like, "Man, look at us—we're full of dust. We're not being used. All we get is a little turn." And I think that speaks to, it spoke to my heart deeply. And I think it speaks to someone here too. The Lord hasn't passed over you; He's come down and turned you. And there's going to come a time and place where He's going to pick you up, brush off that dust, pop that bottle, and it's going to be for a celebration. Amen. So. Woo! <laughs> So, now we're on this trip. The Lord has finally released us to go on this trip, and uh, he did something amazing in our hearts. Um, I'm trying to hold it in because every time I started thinking about Uganda and the Ugandan people, the Lord gave me (laughs) (laughs)
8: <laughs> I'm really sorry.
7: <laughs> he gave me a dose of his love for the people. And I can't even describe what that is. I've never experienced it before, and like this, it, it was a little shot glass of his love for the people. I can't imagine if this is a shot glass, what the full bottle's like, but the Lord has downloaded that in our hearts, and uh, we took medicine to protect ourselves from catching anything in Uganda, but there's no medicine for not catching that. The Lord, The Lord gave us something that's infected us, and uh, we're all in for Him. So we don't know what that means, but uh, the Lord's got our heart, so...
9: Hello, I'm Scott, um, my mission on this trip I guess was a little different. I went to, went to serve, went to work, uh, we had the rain harvest tank and we had some other projects to work on. Um, I didn't speak like these guys did, I'm not a speaker, but um, I came away from this trip different and I think all of us did, all of us were changed. It was, a, it was an awesome experience, it was an awesome group of people. Um, one thing I, I did take away from it and I've taken away before in other trips is how we take things for granted here. Um, just turning on the faucet at home and having clean water. I know it sounds simple, but it's something that we take for granted every single day. Um, You've seen the video of Matt showing where they walked. Um, I actually carried some cans. I know Brian carried some cans up that hill. Um, It about killed me, but um, I can't imagine doing it seven or eight times a day, Um, but they're happy. They're fine, but they're very happy for this rain harvest tank. And I was just glad I was able to help them with that, and I had the opportunity to do that.
8: Hi, I'm Kelly, I'm Scott's wife. Um, I just want to thank everybody um, for sending us um, the opportunity. Um, One of the things that Trevor was talking about when we first got there was empowerment. Amen. And um, I I believe that that works everywhere. Um, With you, it starts with you. Um, if you got that dollar, that $5 to, um, give to project 58, um, and, and you don't think that that's going to make a difference, well, it does. Um, everybody here is empowered. And I I think, I believe it's, they get that empowerment, um, from Kent and Bev and we get that empowerment to go out, um, also, um, the, the people, the, the children there, um, they get the empowerment, um, from the adults to go out and get the, get the water and they have it in them because, cause Kent and Bev, you know, they know that we have it in us. Uh, it's just gotta come out. And, um, so I guess that's, that's all I gotta say about that.
10: <laughs> Hello. I am Cody. Um, Cody, Cody is a hard word in Africa to say, so I'll go by Stephen there. Um, So I I, I had been just, before I left on the trip, I had been thinking, I think all the time, probably a little too much, but um, my life is really, really good. Like my wife's really good to me. My health is really good. I hear the Lord, you know, we're doing, we're doing big things. And so there was this, honestly, this whisper that was coming to me that, um, if I had, was put under a different kind of pressure, different kind of circumstances, then this truth wouldn't, wouldn't hold up. So this message, uh, you know, that we, that we carry here and that we live in here. So uh, I honestly was a little concerned about taking this message to Africa. So um, we go over there and start teaching the freedom message, and it wrecks everybody that comes in contact with it. Um, and so we host uh, pastor's conferences for the majority of the time we're there. And these pastors are guys who... Um, you know, in, intelligent men speaking. Uh, some speaking eight different languages. Um, some pastoring churches of fifteen hundred people. Um, they schools of four and six hundred kids, and and just getting blasted by this message in this culture. And the Lord just, just I'm talking affirmed, and, and I can't be convinced otherwise now that we don't just have a good idea here. We actually have the truth. And man, it's just, uh, it's been such a thing to rest in, especially over the holidays, just something big to be thankful for. Like this is Jesus. Um, and I hate to sound cliche, but like it was affirmed to me again, that just simply Jesus is enough. Like he is the answer to any problem. So, um, one of the pastors that we saw, Pastor David, got blasted. He was raised Anglican, not very, you know, not in a Holy Spirit-filled church. And so after our service, he comes up and he's like, um, I want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. So, you know, obviously, uh, you know us. So we're all fired up. And, you know, just lay hands on him immediately. Just, shoo, he just begins speaking in tongues, beautiful tongues. And so he shared that on the, on the thing. But um, he wanted us to go to his dad's house and bless his mom and dad. And I wouldn't think anything about it because he didn't share much about his family with us. So we show up there, and the average age in Uganda is 12. So we show up to his parents' house, and his mom and dad, his dad's 88 years old. And he, he has a grandmother still alive that's 108 years old. Um, so this family, just their heritage is a miracle there. Uh, but we find out that his dad was the commissioner of labor. He's retired now, the commissioner of labor, uh, for the entire nation and his brother just got appointed uh, to the Supreme Court judge of Uganda. So we're sitting in the house of these men who can literally dictate the nation and immediately the Lord begins uh, I got a word of prophecy for uh, the judge and we all got to bless this family and the Lord just in that in that house just, it was like this culmination of everything. Like we came here to serve the poor, and we came here to, to help folks get clean water. And then the Lord moves us into this place of influence with these people who've been laboring for hundreds of years. And we get to, we get to just, here's the word of the Lord, run with it. Uh, so just a powerful, powerful testimony of this message, a powerful testimony of this house. And the thing I want to share with you is the thing that is just deep in my bones now is we don't just have a good word. We have the truth. We don't just have a good idea. We have something that actually works. And so I want to empower you with what is being released in this house, the mantle you've received from this house. Walk in it confidently, because it is the power to change the world. Amen.
11: Come on, let this team know how much you're glad they win or proud of them this morning. Y'all stay with me, though. Powerful stuff. Sit down just a second, can you? Up and down, isn't it? I just want to, don't be afraid. I'm not going to preach long. No, I just got one scripture. I, let me see if I can work technology. Yes. Oh. been an interesting morning around
5: here okay also there's two pastors that aren't here that were a part of this team that are shannon and chad if you're watching um they joined up they're not they're they love word alive and they love pastor kent and they had such a heart and such a passion and they were such a huge part of the team so i just want y'all to know that y'all might have not met them but they're a huge part of this family and if you're watching online you can still join up no matter where you're sitting at, too, and break free. We love y'all. We thank you, and we love you, Shannon and Chad, and we're thankful for everything that happened. I just wanted everybody to know that there's other people to this team, and you are as important to this team as we are, not just them, but you.
11: Amen. Love you guys. Uh, this, is, this scripture about freedom came to me, and then we're going to—a couple things I need to do, if that's okay, because the Holy Spirit wants to do some significant things— when you talk about freedom, it's a vast subject, yet very simple and profound. And I could give you some scriptural definition of it as we do continually. But as I'm hearing this today, one thing keeps turning over in my spirit is if I had to put it in one scripture or one place about what we think freedom is, it's simply this. Freedom is when you really get the truth about who you are and who God is. And then you're free to do whatever you need to do. And it's Matthew or John 13, it says, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things at his hands and that he came from God and was going back to God. In other words, he knew who he was. He knew that freedom. He had no doubt in his identity of a child of God, a son of God. He had no doubt. uh, schisms. He, him and the father are one. There is, there is nothing that God won't do for him. There's no bondage that he can get into that God won't get him out of. There is no scrape he'll find himself in that God won't deliver him from. There is no promise in his life that God won't fulfill. In other words, he is so secure in God and God's provision and God's love. He's not doing it out of behavior. He's just doing it because of who he is. He's just God's son and he's just God's favorite. You say, you tell me I'm God's favorite. Well, he may not be his favorite, but if he's got a refrigerator, your picture's on it. That's close enough, isn't it? It's like you got that kind of relationship with God. You understand who you are. Unfortunately, in the Western culture, we've bought into this mixed mentality where we're always trying to get good enough for God to use us instead of just believing that Jesus has already finished the work for us and we're already good enough. And now's the time to lay aside whatever's in our life, humble ourselves like Jesus, because it says once he knew who he was, he was able to take off his his royal authority and humble himself and put on a towel and serve others. And so I think the whole message of this house is very simple. It's God wanting you to get to the place where you know you're blessed, you know your future secure, you know the devil's defeated in your life, you know sin will no longer hold you back, you know your addiction sooner or later is going to fall off of you because the seed of destiny is so strong in you and you just start being secure in that and now you're able to forget about yourself and you're free to serve others and see them walk in that freedom as well that's why that's the message of the house and it's powerful and we need to walk in it so many of us are filled with insecurity and fears and worried about what people think when they're not even thinking about us at all it's time to walk in it and so, in just a moment, I'm going to ask Candice and this team to step here. And Candice, in the dance team, because God used her powerfully. I've got we got video proof of it, of these Ugandan pastors doing the sign, the the, the breaking every chain, and a power being released. I'm I'm asking today that we're going to get some childlike faith. And in just a moment, when Candace leads us in this song, we're going to reach up, and we're just going to snap some chains off our lives. And I'm not talking about just ours. I'm talking about our families. I'm talking about our generation. I'm talking about our children. I'm talking about our church. I'm talking about our community to say God's ready to break some chains and move us into a new season of supernatural freedom. Is that all right? Would you all do that with me? Just before we do, I get to the Holy Spirit's. This, this is the way it started this morning. I, I went Early this morning, I went to an open vision, and it's crazy. But I got to church this morning, and I knew who would be sitting where. I'd already seen it. In first service, and I knew there would be a couple sitting here and a couple sitting behind them, and I knew exactly what the Lord was saying to both of them. I showed up, and the guy was here, but his wife wasn't. And I well, thought, that, that was how specific it was. And I was like, well, maybe, I, maybe I'd missed it. Then all of a sudden I turned around and his wife had walked in and they were sitting exactly where they were supposed to sit. And the Lord released something and moved us in the spirit in the first service. And he wants to move us in the spirit now. God's ready for us to move in a supernatural season of favor and freedom like we've never found before. Uh, Jacob, come here stand beside me, will you? Stephanie, you and Jr. and your family, stand up he said that about the champagne I knew that word was for you and the Lord this is so wild I said Lord why is this such an important thing for time and the Lord said he was waiting on Maddie because there's such a gifting inside of her for the purposes to be fulfilled in what y'all's calling this and I'm telling you in this season it may not seem like any opportunity is available but God's about to bring that thing full circle and everything God promised you it's not by chance you have an international student living in your home right now because I'm telling you it's a call of God on your life and God is going to bring it to pass God's made you a promise and everything he's told you with his mouth you're going to see him fulfill it with your hand come Jacob get you a mic I know you got something this is prophecy
7: I, something, something I didn't share before is, as I was preaching, the pastor gave me his jacket as a mantle. And um, as I was sitting here, the Lord said, there was someone I was supposed to give that to. And I didn't want to because it's a huge part for me. But as soon as Pastor Kent pulled you up, I knew that I was supposed to bring it. Woo! and so this is a mantle this is a man this pastor is a missions pastor and he is in charge of doing all of the um the outreach in this area in africa but more than that it is a mantle of humility and it's one of those things that you can't just just exactly what we were talking about before what Candice was saying, you can't come above and bring any change coming down, the only way is to be on your knees and lift up and so this is a mantle that was passed on to me and now I pass it on to you guys as a family because I think this is something from the Lord to cover you guys to cover you with humility and that where your feet go the Lord will go And what your mouth says, the Lord will speak. And the hearts that you encounter and the people that you encounter will be changed. Not because of what you have inside your head, but because of who you have inside your heart. Amen.
11: That's powerful stuff. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This is just the spirit of prophecy kicking up just a minute. Byron and Deborah, will you stand up? This is uh, interesting because this, my son's married to their daughter. But last night we left Shaw's house. And when uh, Harlan was being baptized today, Bev and I were riding home and Bev looked at me and I knew what she was gonna say. She said, the call of God is on that family. And I'm telling you, every demonic assault and assignment that has come against you and your family has been directly related to the call and purposes of God. And I'm telling you, not only you and your children, but your children's children are going to fulfill the purposes and the plans of God that he called you to called him to do because the seed of destiny is in your family and the hand of God is on your family and you're about to see a season of supernatural manifestations like you've never been seen before even in the recent birth of Elijah there's an anointing around that whole circumstance that God's about to move supernaturally and I'm telling you as your days are so shall your strength be for there is a renewing I hear the spirit of the Lord saying and there is a renewing for I am going renew your youth like the eagles. For I say the Lord's going to satisfy your mouth with good things so that your very youth is renewed like the eagles. For you are going to run and not grow weary and you are going to walk and not faint for your family is going to walk in its generational purposes in this season like they've never walked in it before in Jesus' name. Woo! And the suddits, right? You're the suddits, right? You're the brother of Bob. Brother of Bob, I don't know what you do. Can you stand up? But I, Lord spoke to me this morning. There's a spirit of joy that you carry, and it's an anointing of the Holy Spirit. And I don't know if you're a minister, you know, or, or, or but you are a minister. I'm not saying in the traditional form. There is a ministry inside of you of encouragement. I see every time somebody gets around you, it's in a moment's time, they are supernaturally encouraged. And the Lord says, weeping has endured for the night, but joy is coming in the morning. Everything you've walked through in this past season of despair and disappointment and discouragement, God says, get ready, I'm about to restore some things in your life. The enemy thought he had done some things that would would move you out of your plans and out of your joy and out of your purpose but you've endured a season when things in the natural weren't joy causing things but I'm telling you the Lord said that season is coming to an end and now a new season is beginning in your life and a supernatural joy is going to be moving in and out of your life for I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying the joy of the Lord is going to be your strength for when the Lord turned the captivity of Zion they were like men that dreamed and their mouths were filled with laughter and the people around them said God has done great great things for him i'm telling you the season you're moving into people around you are going to look and they're going to say god has done great things for him. I thank you for that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for this family. Lord, I thank you that even the disappointments of some painful situations in the past, even some disappointments of some religious circumstances, some disappointments in some re, with some religious people even, and some times of rejection and some times of disappointment are being moved away from your life because I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, for even in the midnight hour, you've cried out to God and you said, God, by righteousness I would serve you. By righteousness I would stay with you and move with you for the Lord says even in this season even in this time there is a new word coming inside of you there's a new spirit there is a new reformation it's almost like a, a hammering to the wall like the reformation where Martin Luther hammered something on the wall there is a new reformation at work in your life even a new doctrine coming alive inside of you because you're going to be those who actually live and move and and, and enter into a place of freedom where people are going to see the freedom that you live in and they're going to say i got to have what you have i've got to be a part of what you're a part of because you are going to be moved yourselves personally into a place of freedom in this season that you've never been before and people around you are going to say i've got to have whatever you've got a hold of and you're going to release the ministry of the spirit in their lives in a very supernatural way in this season in jesus name come on somebody Woo! there's an anointing here thank you lord Thank you, Lord. There's a spirit of freedom alive in here. I want you to stand up with me this morning. Woo! Something's about to happen. Come on, Candace, get your team up there ready to rock and roll. Now listen. This is a prophetic act. This is one of those childlike things. This is the Spirit of God moving in our midst today there's there's callings coming alive there's purposes awakening there's ministries coming alive there's gifts being stirred look God didn't call us to be a church where we come and sit each Sunday and have a little message come at us and you know say as what great as that is I love my messages and you know because I'm preaching them I'm and and I love the worship and all that but that ain't what it's about it's about us simply finding the truth Jesus said you will know the truth and the truth will make you free and so it's about us finding the truth of who God is who we are are in God and then being released to a place of freedom. But I know I'm like you. Fear wants to hold me back. Complacency wants to hold me back. Disappointment wants to hold me back. Doubt wants to hold me back and move me away. And by the way, don't doubt. You are on the right track. You are moving on the right track and you are on the right path. And you said, God, I need a word. God, I need to hear. I just need a confirmation that I'm on the right track. The Lord says, you are on the right track. We are tracking together. I am I am going before you you and I am behind you and I am bef- and I am beside you. You cannot get out of my will You cannot get out of my purpose for I am jealous for you says the Lord And I hear the spirit of the Lord say that even my jealousy for you is moving you in supernatural ways in this season I've protected you from the past. I've locked some doors from the past. I've broke off relationships in the past I've moved you even some certain circum- even your very desire Sometimes to say I don't want to be there anymore I don't want to do that anymore. Even your very desire God has been moving by his holy spirit Spirit, giving you the will and the desire to do his good pleasure. So be encouraged, O daughter of Zion, for you are walking in the right paths and get ready. The light is about to shine, for it is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path, and your destiny is great. Your destiny is important. Your destiny is full of purpose, and this is the season, says the Lord, that you're going to see the promises come to pass like never before. For I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying even get ready. You're going to be caught up. You're going to." to see some heavenly things. You're going to have some heavenly visions. You're going to do some heavenly work and in this season God is preparing you for the work that he has for you in the days ahead. Yes, even says the Lord the nations are calling. Yes, says the Lord, even that missionary calling. Yes, says the Lord, even that calling to want to go. Even as you heard the team this morning. Yes, says the Lord, did your baby not jump inside and say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I want to hug those children. I want to kiss those children. I want to hold those babies. And the Lord said yes, You will kiss them, you will hold them, you will hug them, and you will see them, too, fulfill their purpose and destiny in the kingdom of God. So be encouraged, O daughter of Zion, for your time has come, and the glory of the Lord will be seen upon you. Woo! Come on, somebody. Oh, glory. Woo! Woo, I felt like I was, that's like when somebody gets a good vein. You know, just... You ready? Yes. Now, I'm going to ask you to participate today. It's going to be awkward, childlike. But when they start doing these motions, we're going to—something's going to happen. Now, you see, I, not, I'm, I don't know if I'm good with that. It doesn't matter. you got to move. God is, God is beckoning us to this place called freedom. And when we move as a prophetic act today, and I believe chains are gonna be broken off of limitation, whatever has limited us from moving with God's spirit in this season, whether it be religion, whether it be bondage, whether it be sin, whether it be our personal hangups or habits, what that whether it be lies of doctrine that have somehow lied to us to make us think somehow we're separated from this God that sits so powerfully at work in our life, they're going to be broken today in the name of Jesus. You ready for it?
0: Thanks for listening. You can find out more about Project 58 by visiting project58.online. Have a great week.